G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this this is different, Rob. We haven't done this in like two years, bro. I know. We ain't really gotten this bag in a minute. It's been a minute, man. 2020, we was actually doing our thing. And then 2021, yeah, yeah. we was like, we're going to stop. <laughs> yeah. It's so, a, yeah. It, it's been a while. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jarrell Dapper J. My co-host is Rob Bobby G. This is another edition of A Thousand Jumpers. And Yo, that's to break the ice of of these interviews we got someone coming back coming yeah. back literally two years to the day that we're recording this ladies and gentlemen please welcome friend of the show duran bernard welcome back to the podcast Yo. man how you doing bro i'm so i'm just it's glad to, it's 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 nice to still be in the number you know as my mama said it's great to be seen and not viewed that's real. That that I'm not. That, 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 that's real right, <laughs> Preach. So oh, yeah. so first and foremost, how how has everything been on your end? Before we get jump into the interview, how's everything been? How you are physically, mentally, spiritually, all of it? How how you feeling today, bro? Physically, I feel very relaxed because I stretched this morning. Uh and then Mentally, I am. I'm present. Okay. I feel like I'm. I'm more taking in the moment than focusing on what's either going to happen or what did happen. So it's an interesting space to be in. Uh, to be more present. That way, nostalgia don't kick your ass later. Uh, mm, spiritually, you know, Freddie Mercury, you know, Mercury is drinking that Gatorade, you know, <laughs> um, and my asparagus is in lemon pepper. So like, it's <laughs> really, really doing what it needs to do, you know? Yeah. yeah I got I to gotta check these calendars, bro. Cause every time I get on Twitter, Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's, but see, cra- the crazy thing about it, though, like, when Mercury being retrograde, it don't be affecting me, though. Mm. It'd be like, yeah, it'd be like, pa- it'd, be pa- it'd, be, it'd be passing over my door, like, like I got, you know, blood o- over my door or something <laughs> like that, like, it'd just be passing over. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, ch- I'd really be chilling. I'd be chilling, y'all. We'd be chilling, then it just hits you. (laughs) No, I mean, life happens. It's just life. That's what happens. Like, things happen when you decide to be a part of society, when you decide to interact with other people, when you decide to live in environments that have communities of different people and different walks of life and cultures and perspectives and beliefs and all that shit. Like, life is going to happen. You're going to click with people. You're not going to click with people. You know, it's just... I, I never, I, yeah, that's why I said I don't know about the <laughs> Freddie Mercury <laughs> drinking the Gatorade. Like I said, my asparagus be in lemon pepper at all times. Uh, but other than that, 
it's just life, bro. I don't try to, I don't dramatize when things aren't working out or trying to find something to blame because I think I'm so goddamn special that, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Bitch, why not you? Because <laughs> if it wasn't going to be you, it's going to be somebody else. So why, why not? Right. So to get started, man, a lot has changed since your debut album. What was the process of creating Wonderlust, and how did you come up with that title? So, uh, we talk about like you know sophomore projects, and uh, you know coming up with a good follow up. For me, I think the first one that really kind of like that I realized, you know, uh, a good follow up project, it was Kalisa's Wonderland for me. <clears throat> okay. And uh, also, my favorite song off the album is Scared Money. If you know, you know. Uh, and I just wanted to give a homage to, to her because that's, that's one of my favorite artists that was you know, very influential growing up, um, how I express myself. Um, hell, I was even putting 14 tracks on my projects back then because she had 14 tracks on her projects. Mm. So it was, um, yeah, it was just, I want to just love on her artistically. And uh, that's that's what I did. So I hope I, I, and I sent her a message too, and I've been letting letting it be known. Like I, I, I this was a homage to her. Um, and so I hope she sees it. I hope she feels loved and appreciated and, you know, and seen because she is that girl. Well, we got to, when we send this out, we definitely got to add her in the uh, comments saying, yo, <laughs> please listen to this album because I, I think you, uh, you gave the proper, proper tip um, off tour. So, no, that's, that's dope. Mm hmm. Yes, indeed. So, what was recording this like? I feel like in in comparison to the last album, because I feel like this album it got a sprinkle of church in it, or more than a sprinkle. You hearing the instruments, I'm like, oh, he this is a jam session. Mm -hmm. So, this is the first time that I was able to get with a band and okay. create music in real time. Hmm. Uh, for my project. I got a chance to do it with the Free Nationals. However, doing it for like my project uh, and like booking out a whole session and just, you know, playing different things like, oh, I'm inspired by this. Let's do something like this in, in this vein or, you know, what would Michael McDonald do? You know, just all those things. And then, um, yeah, just and then being able to play with people that you've been uh having camaraderie with for upwards of 10 years you know so we already have okay. a chemistry on stage and then you know so coming here and doing it, it was it was very a, a piece of cake so uh i don't ever want to put together a project where i don't have at least one or two sessions with a band okay yo you start the album off with my favorite song on the album Boundaries. So you started off with gotta set these boundaries. If I don't, you do for me. I think that's like a simple but profound statement. Like you, that's something that's like you really ha can live by. And I think that opens up an album that is clearly shows attention to lyrics. And I would like you to elaborate on that. Like, 
Yeah, I so one of my mentors when I was a teenager, Devet Singletary, shout out to her. She told me that you have to teach people how to treat you or else they'll do it for you. And sometimes how they feel that you should be treated isn't really aligned with how you know deep down you deserve to be treated. So we got to learn how to peacefully say no. I'll never forget, I was, when I first moved out here, I was crashing with Andre O'Neill. Shout out to Andre, friend of the family. And uh, he had some chicken wings <laughs> in, uh, in the fridge and they look good, oh my God. And I was like, Andre, I was like, can I have a couple wings? He was like, no, <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> with a smile no and didn't even need and didn't elaborate on anything just <laughs> no it's not a bad word <laughs> I asked I decided to take it for myself to ask right and the answer was no at least you asked some roommates would have just been like oh I see chicken wings grab yeah, I wasn't we, a, I, well see here's the thing I wasn't a I wasn't a roommate. I was a guest. Mm. So that would have made it even more worse. Right. I don't know, because, like, a guest will help themselves to something in your fridge mad fast. Like, a roommate might ask. A guest might just feel entitled. So you shout sure? out to you for having that that kudos, because some people legit, I can see now, just be like, oh... Uh, I'm gonna just go in your fridge and see what you guys like. You didn't ask. Like, what if I really wanted those? Yo, they be drinking the thing, some juice, and you be like, Damn. "Well, you know, it really, it really depends." First of all, I'm the juice guy, so I always have like my juice is is bountiful. So it's really What's just, your you know juice of choice. Oh, uh, pineapple juice, pineapple goals mm. uh, in particular, pineapple like orange banana like that type of shit oh god <laughs> i haven't had it in so long <laughs> i dig that i thought you were gonna say something like ocean spray i'm more of an ocean spray crane grape that's that's my bad person uh, pineapple. Yeah. Mm, mm, okay change your life i'm judging you <laughs> 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 But you you said it because I was I was gonna ask you I'm like I'm an ocean spray over dough but shout out to dough when it comes to pineapple dough dough got it on lock. No no dough's official when it comes to pineapple. Like, what? Yeah. As far as orange juice, unless it is freshly squeezed, it is gonna be and always gonna be a simply household over here. When yeah, it comes to the fact. orange juice, now when it comes to apple juice, this is a Martinelli's household. That's Ooh, the, the only way you go with. Y'all don't understand. Don't now, now the real question with the orange juice: pulp, no pulp. See, Uh-oh. for me, and now we can judge you. Always, <laughs> right, right, right. Listen, listen. How <laughs> really I was, not. how I was, how I was raised. Pulp is a sign of laziness because why is it in there in the first place? It sends a message that. You don't care, Thank and you me. want to do. You want to work harder and not smarter. So it is a mm. pulp-free 
Thank Simply you. orange juice. How Thank old? you. Over here. What kind of animal drinks Pope? <laughs> you no, none of us are animals on this on this pod. <laughs> so we we no, good. I, I don't, I don't drink like you do an apple and just half your Pope right there. Okay. <laughs> Yo, if I come to your crib and you got Pope in your orange juice, I'm now you gotta give them the, the rock, the people's eyebrow, just be like, excuse me? <laughs> the judgment will, will not <laughs> now something uh Rob and I we were talking about one of the credits um we saw that you wrote, produced, and obviously you sang on it. Would you be interested in doing that for an entire album? Of just you with like minimal help. Could you see yourself doing that in the future, similar to like maybe a tank or uh some of the greats like a Stevie, Prince, etc. So what's crazy is with the Duran project, I discovered the beauty of working with other people. Mm-hmm. So while I might record by myself, like that's one thing, uh, but to create and bounce ideas off of, you know, something I, I, I really enjoy that. So I, because even though I think it would be more so like a, in my mind, kind of like a Quincy Jones approach. Like if I were to, you know, get musicians together and say, okay, this is the type of feel that I want to go for bass. Can you give me this drums? Can you do blah, 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 blah. You can orchestrate it. But it's still cool to have other ideas like, well, how about we try like this? Or, you know, if this is, you know, we're going to go to a bridge right here or, you know, or have you thought about this key? Or, you know, it's just I I don't like being left to my own devices when it comes to trying to create um, longevity. I feel like there, like I said, there's beauty in numbers for me. Hmm. <laughs> On rolling, take that. you say give me some of that 90s BPM. Mm-hmm. This album seems like a faster album than the last album. Yes, it is. I'm glad like, that you said. It. Like, was that? Did you come into thinking that you want to make a more up tempo album? Yeah, because I realized I was like, okay, Durand is cool, but it's still like half, like upbeat. Like it does this. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, really definitely, definitely. Like we start up here, and then we kind of like, like, nah, uh, like that. I just wanted something that was up. Here, even the slow stuff like blah, 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 boom, yeah, I I needed it to just I wanted to move. I thoroughly wanted to move with everything that I heard. I wanted to move, even if it was the slow stuff. I wanted to bop. Uh, so that was definitely a intentional uh, decision. I didn't want nothing. So everybody sending me all the vibey stuff. I'm like, save all the vibrations and the vibe <laughs> stuff. For the for the for the sleepy children, I need something that's gonna wake these things up. <laughs> yeah, that, this album really moves along. Like like I said, when you come by the time you get to rolling, you're like, wait, we're like eight songs in already. Like this has been crazy. Like it really gets you going. Like mm-hmm. I'm glad. And, and speaking of you saying some of the slower moments, even if it is slower, it still was up tempo. What was the backstory inspiration behind Level? Because that might be one of your slower songs on the album, but that felt like an album within itself of just the roller coasters of your range, production. Give us the paint a picture of how that was created. Ooh, 
it's so layered. Oh, God. Well, the production of it, that's that's an easier story. Um, I got with the guys in, in Erica's band. We got in, in, you know, to Dallas. Daniel Jones came up with the keys. Um, Frank was about to start. And I was like, wait, halftime that real quick. And then he was like, and I was like, ooh, yes, yes. <laughs> and I still have the original session uh, where we're just, you know, creating it. And I literally kept the entire thing uh, as far as like the format. And uh, lyrically, hmm, it was inspired by two two different scenarios that was that beget something else. But it was more so. Um, so there was a there was a there was a situation that that happened with me twice uh, when I was 19 and when I was 21, and it was. I was placed in a, a, a situation where I had to be honest and I think I was a little too honest and it backfired. And um, so it was the one time in my life that I regretted telling the truth. Uh. And then a recent situation happened where I told the truth and it had a different uh uh, uh, consequence to it and it was like I was brought in instead of shut out <clears throat> and so it was kind of a reminder of like who I am as a person and I can witness um, the result of how I've treated certain people in my life and it's something that's beautiful it's not anything that I'm ashamed of um, I guess I've just been so on this journey of all these different things and trying to discover myself that I've been so high that this moment brought me down and made me kind of be still for a second and appreciate what just took place on top of having a moment of catharsis in the club on Valentine's day weekend. When I ran into an old friend of mine who I had not spoken to or seen in eight years. And the last time that we spoke was not the best time uh it was really because some ashy lit boy that got it between us it was our <laughs> early 20s you know but it was just it was it was seeing him in the club i didn't know if he saw me or not so i reached out and i touched his arm and he paused and he goes can i tell you something <laughs> and like my heart like just kind of <clears throat> and i'm like yes <laughs> And he goes, I just want to let you know that I am so proud of you. And I've been seeing everything that you've been doing. And you continue to keep doing your shit. And when I tell you I was a mess the rest of the night. it took, This happened at 1 a.m. It took me till 5 a.m. where I'm laying in my bed, where I took my last breath, where I actually stopped crying. I could not catch I could not catch my breath for four hours because it was a closure that I got that I had just completely moved to the side. So it was woo, woo, bring me in, bring me in. So yes, that's level. 
That sounds intense. <laughs> it very much is. I don't know if I can like, deal with that moment in the club. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is like I've I've had a couple moments of catharsis where I literally erupted and could not control like you know what was going on. But the fact that I had to do that in the club, yeah, it was just like that's not ideal. And I had to sit down on the booth and then like the homies are noticing what's going on and they're like, what is going, what happened? I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. This, this is good. I just, I just need a minute. <sighs> and then I'm like, I find myself like laughing and crying at the same time because I'm just so flabbergasted that like, I'm just, it's, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'd have had to get me a bun or something. Okay, now listen, listen. <laughs> And then, oh, yes, yes, yes. So that was, that was level. <laughs> so to go from level, now, let me go to my favorite song, the song that's been going viral on TikTok, Mango Butter. Amen. Yeah. You got to tell me how that mm. came about, the confidence, the bravado. Yo, you put your foot in that one. <laughs> so, shout out to Chris. Uh, Bivens, who's Butterfly Wolf on IG. Um, real shout talented guy. Yeah, shout out to Chris, man. He he enjo- I love that he enjoys producing music for me because I allow him to just be as expressive and, you know, do a bridge and, you know, do a change and, you know, just... Yeah, I let him. I just let him do his thing. So he... I, I love that I've we've created that space for one another. Um... The hook came first, which, by the way, it's oh wait. I'm a, I'm gonna wait. The hook came first. I structured the verses. I had every intention of having actual lyrics for the song. I sent it to my homie Kevin Michael. Kevin was I don't know taking too too long in the kitchen getting the popcorn, <laughs> and so he didn't get it. He didn't finish it in time. So I just left the mumbling. I felt like the the verses kind of insinuate what you're trying to say based on where you feel you are. So mm-hmm. I don't like make it mean whatever you need to, but that hook, <laughs> that hook is hooking. The hook is hooking. What's that hook, dog? And then to see that going viral on TikTok, did you think I'm so one, any of your songs will go viral, let alone that one? I didn't know what was going to go viral. I was trying to like kick some stuff off with a little bit. And then it's like high grew its own legs over here. And then mango butter grew its own legs on TikTok. And I'm just like, oh, y'all are really doing these challenges. I love this. And now it's becoming the 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 non-binary uh gender fluid anthem and i just listen first and friend like i said before i i did not coin that phrasing it's been phrased many different ways you know but just to express duality i don't think anyone has in a song expressed it this way and of mm-hmm. course sang they ass off <laughs> talk that, about it 
the affirmations, like especially even at the end where you just talking that talk. I was I like, man, like because I am that bitch, and because I am that bitch is because I am that nigga, and the that bitch and the that nigga that reside in me coinciding together, fellowshipping as one to assist me in being a bad bitch as much as that nigga. Actually, with the chef's kiss, that's that. <laughs> sprinkle that on you right there. Sprinkle that on you right there. Sprinkle it in, dog. Mm. <laughs> and shout that out, premium shout also, right there. Shout out to Deborah Wilson for Mad TV, where she would do her impre- impre- impressions of Whitney Houston. And that one episode, she's like, I was born because my music is my gift, because my gift is my music, because my music is my gift, because my gift is my music. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we were talking that's crazy. About, I didn't uh, even put that in there until now. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a crazy, like... There are a few little nuggets that are sprinkled throughout the album that I'm waiting on people to, to catch on to. One person caught on to one nugget. Uh, people are just now, once they really started catching on the mango butter, they're like, wait a minute, what are these lyrics? <laughs> because, like, I get the hook, but What's bacon tacos? And did you say Rubik's Cube in here? <laughs> I just, you know, and B E E to Jew Woo Woos. You did, man. That's, <laughs> hey, that's that's my jam. So when I play that, I'm so many gems. Car, I'm blasting on full volume, right dog. <laughs> I love that. I, I I love that for y'all. We need that, you know. That's why I wanted to create some some shit that's thoughtful but uplifting, but will still make you move. Like I just That's the tone like, set. As soon as it comes on, it hits immediately. And I don't think you heard me, so I have to say it again. Uh, <laughs> that's that Cisco right there. Listen. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Cisco, speaking of Cisco, someone said that. Cisco is the boy Fantasia, and now I can't unhear Fantasia singing song song when I hear. I have never thought of that, and now I just think of every meme of her screaming, and I'm like, Cisco be screaming for no reason. And also, also another another thing about the thong song, it only has one verse. Yo. That's why it's so great. He just repeats. And he goes on the hook. I don't think you heard me. Like, we didn't hear the same verse three times. <laughs> Cisco was that nigga. Oh, my Black God. We're living a dying the hair platinum blonde. And then modulated. This is I'm, like, just saying, I'm just I'm just saying the kids used to sing. That's all. That's all I'm saying. The kids used to sing. <laughs> once, once upon a time. Once we were a prom- once upon a time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we we talked about our favorite songs. What is your favorite song? What what song were you most excited for people to hear on your album? Well, level goes without saying mm-hmm. because it's it's the it's the most vulnerable. No, I lied. High is a real. That's no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Because high is intimate, but yeah. leveled is vulnerable, and uh, there's a nuance to them. I don't know if they 
in the same basket as you know the you know as far as like being fruit but i know they under the same roof somewhere and uh but i love leveled but then i find myself wanting to hear a little bit and i love i love just the music of little bit it's so catchy it makes me feel like uh uh rick james is trying to uh uh, uh do a luther impression it's just and then of course the ah 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 like if y'all don't know i love crash cut so much if y'all don't know that by now i don't tell y'all uh and yeah, like I just find different moments where I, I I'm liking certain songs. Um, there's been a couple moments where I've listened to new management, and I don't know if I was high, but by the time I got to that very last note, when I'm talking about busting hell wide open, and my eyes start watering, and I'm wondering if it's because that song started out as a joke. Mm. As because uh, Lil Nas inspired the whole thing, Lil Nas inspired the whole thing, and I was just like, you know, now that Lil Nas is the you know the new manager of Hell, I cannot wait to go. Oh my God, are you serious? Like I can just see it right now, Lil Nas just showing up randomly on a random Tuesday, showing up to Hell, not even knocking, just busting up in the place. Talking about you've been down here two thousand years, ain't done nothing new. Like what's up with these drapes, bitch? What's up with this wallpaper? So we just slid down into heaven with them, started stripper boots on, gave the devil a rigid, stale lap dance, and then renovated hell. You absolutely right, I want to go. <laughs> but then I started to touch on like my upbringing and how fear was implemented into what I was told to believe. But there was a plot twist. And the plot twist was my mother. See, my mother taught me how to think, not what to think. But she did present what I should believe. Mm -hmm. However, because she taught me how to think, it overrode what I was told to believe. Mm. So basically what you're saying is that your mom is the reason that you're a non-believer, absolutely. And she is a believer herself. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? But I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful. So yeah, That's new management, right? I've been yeah. And somebody tweeted also like the juxtaposition of new management being as churchy as it is, but the lyrical content is the complete opposite. I'm like, oh yeah, that's my that song is my y'all remember in what's love got to do with it when uh uh uh. Tina went to court and she said, uh, y'all can keep all that other stuff. I just the name. I'm, mm -hmm. I want to keep the name. I've worked too hard for the name. My artist development, how I express myself, the way that I can, you know, be this thing. Uh, some of that was I, I did, you know, experience that in church. But now that I've grown up and I realized that some of that stuff was just not healthy for me. I'm like, OK, I'm going to keep all of this. But the belief system, y'all can have that. This stays here. This got my daddy's blood on it, but y'all can keep that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, new management was one that I really was, whew, I was almost like, should I put this out? <laughs> but it's like, no, nah, if it makes you uncomfortable, you need to do it. You said you wanted to be an artist. <laughs> uh.
That's a fact. Um, also, you you mentioned church. You mentioned uh, when we were talking about Cisco back in the day when singers were singing. Mm-hmm. Now, what was it? Last month, two months ago, Puff uh, Diddy, he <laughs> he um, stirred up the internet by saying R&B is dead. What do you feel as if the current state of R&B should be? Well, oh. Or is, so I don't, So here's the thing. Music, these things evolve and they morph into you know, other iterations of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that for the, I guess the younger generation, their version of R&B, a lot of them like were raised on, you know, like 90s stuff. Like they were raised on the samples. Of the samples. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there are certain artists that might not have gone back far enough maybe to kind of really get a good foundation of where this all started and how it's evolved so then maybe you can take some things from there that they aren't doing right now because they don't forgot you know or that's not cool anymore you know and just see like how can i implement this and make it current so that i can because everybody doing the same thing everybody want to be an artist everybody want to be an actor everybody what about you makes the shit unique So, and furthermore, I just want to say, Diddy wasn't talking to me. <laughs> he definitely wasn't. He was not he, talking to me. He definitely first wasn't. And foremost, first and foremost, I'm not an R&B singer. So let's get that straight right now today. I've n- Ooh, are they fighting outside of my window? Hold on. <laughs> hey, if they are, fan the camera. They fight and they fight. Now, let me close this window. That's uh, first of all, y'all. I love, I love my complex behind me because it is so ghetto over there. Every time, every other day, they be yelling and cussing somebody out. Let me try to find out what is the drama. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Some man is holding some woman back because they over there trying to fight. I'm like, yes, y'all, <laughs> entertain me. <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway, anyway. 2022, we still anyway. got world stuff. I know, right? Still, still, still got, <laughs> still got world stuff. No, so. I I have never said it has never come out of my mouth that I'm an R&B singer. What I am is a singer who happens to be fluent in the genre of R&B. So okay, and everybody got this, you know, you know, and for the most part, a lot of us, at least in my age bracket, you know, we got background in church or some kind of artist development where you know where schools actually still put forth effort into the music um, mm-hmm. curriculum and you know. <laughs> So I'm just (laughs) the fact that there is no musical curriculum in schools as if that's not important. That's crazy. It it blows my mind. So, however, I can be a part of the solution. You know, and the solution is come to the show. Come to the show. That's the plan. When you come to DC, I, I plan on being there. If anybody want to know what real music is supposed to be, whatever that is, come to the show. <laughs> like part of also also part of the 
Diddy conversation that he talked about was the separation of hip hop and R and B on like the music charts. And I did notice like when I used to get on Twitter, I would see people like tweeting R and B artists like with the same calendar that they would tweet like with rap artists. And I'm like, that was never a thing. Like we never was like, hey Mary, we need another album this year. Like we were never like, hey Beyonce, you kind of laid on the album this year. It's like R and B never had the same timing as hip hop. And I think with the charts, it does like kind of force, like, especially if you want to be relevant, like you got to do a, a maybe a remix here and there, like, you know, a, a R&B, a hip hop collab or something. It's like, you got to have product out consistently. I just, two artists in particular came to mind, not from our generation. Well, no, not from my generation, but I was still aware, but I wasn't like able to take it in. Um, Maxwell is one, mm. and then Sade. Which, by the way, I knew you was gonna say Sade. Music. They're working on new music, and dog, it's like dog. when you are that, when you are that, when you are that, just oh my goodness! I that's why. Okay, first and foremost, company company was inspired by Cherish the Day by Sade. Um, mm. the ending of Cherish the Day, it switches up and it goes like that. Boom. I was like, I wanted something in that, in that room. I want to make music like that, that music, like Earth, Wind and Fire, where it's like, it can sit with people or the fact that I just put out this project and folks are like, well, we still recovering from the last project. <laughs> You put that much quality, like you actually took your time to do it right. <laughs> so, should wait, 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 wait. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know. Should there be an arm? I mean, I don't know. I guess there's B Billboard charts, but aren't there like R and B charts, rap? Like, there's different charts. Right? Now the R and B and hip hop chart is like the no, same. The R and B and rap is yeah. the same. It wasn't that way growing up. Like in the '90s or the 2000s, they were separate. But now it's combined. I mean, it's it's a different it's a different feel. I, I mean, I guess I guess it should. I I haven't given it much thought because. I'm just trying to just put out good quality music that's gonna outlive me. That's kind of my my process. So, and some that you had said you were like comparing to Maxwell and Sade, and even with the the gap in the last two hours, it's been two years. Do you think two years is good enough for you to you know live life and then to record and put it out, or do you want it to be longer or shorter? Had this been earlier on, it would have probably been a little easier to do bigger gaps. Uh. But when you're still putting in your your work to, you know, get folks to know shoot, I I'm always like like Tyler Creator said, you think I only you think posting one time about your song is gonna be enough? Like you gotta post that shit every single day excuse me he was like i'm still promoting the last project (laughs) you know so i think that's the main thing for me just getting it out 
to who's gonna hear it and then everything else is a perk. Yeah. Now you mentioned the tour next mm-hmm. year. Are you excited? Because last time we spoke, obviously the world was we were in a global pandemic. No one was going anywhere. You've done select dates again. I, I apologize for missing your DC show, and it sucked because I had a, I had Ooh, a friend of the show that opened uh, JMB Music. He's a friend of the show. He opened. I was like, dang, my homie's opening for Duran, and I'm not there. So that that's on me. Jeez. But next year, I'm trying to be you. I don't want to make you feel. I don't ever want to make you feel bad because I know life be happening, but my nigga, <laughs> you really fucked up. In your town and your man's is opening. That's ridiculous. I had another thing it's to go like, to that night, and I was just like, hey, like I really want to go. What was the other thing? Mm-hmm. It yeah, was exactly. Live, we had <laughs> no, it was a live podcast. Uh, it called, and then we had sex, and it was it was dope. I had already bought that far in advance for you. I heard of that. You should look them up. They're, they're, they're really wait, 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 wait. Are they still fighting? Okay, I thought they were still fighting. No, 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 no. They're they talking calmly now. It was just, they was all talking at once. I was just like, the jail. Uh, yeah, no, it's this, that was, because first and foremost, I was doing 90 minute sets mm. on this past tour. And oh, God. I'm, first of all, I don't find myself doing that no time soon again. Like, I can do it. I have the ability, but that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. And also, I was and also I was really just making up for lost time because I couldn't, you know, perform in front of folks. So I'm just like, I got to get, I got to perform on this album and I got to make sure I give y'all this project that just came out. And I've been, I've been wanting to hear people sing these songs back to me. And it's just, it just feels so good. So I, I had to put that in and it's like all right y'all that was the warm-up now let's go ahead and we're gonna hit it hit it again so this is and it's also the first time that i've been able to um be this far out in advance and you know do my pre-sales for my project so i feel really good about promoting it and i know it's gonna sell out everybody's gonna have a wonderful time everybody's gonna be there with their choir robes on ready they're gonna know how they parts the sopranos are not gonna be dipping into the alto section the tenors are not gonna have no gum okay we are just gonna i'm just believe we just have a wonderful time already <laughs> no I'm, I'm definitely excited and again once i get the tickets i'm gonna hit you up and be like yo it's it's going down and speaking of which what is your favorite city to perform in and do you get nervous before a show still so my favorite city to perform in this past this past tour chicago chicago was real turn and i think more so chicago was special because chicago is big brother of cleveland and then also my mom got a chance to come to the show as well uh-huh. so that was a that was a good uh, experience. I haven't really gotten nervous before a show in a while. And I say that because not only am I always performing in some capacity, but also I'm not up there by myself. And there's a room of people that are here to celebrate me and fellowship together. And I'm the reason that 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 I've brought all these people together so that they can feel good. I don't think there's anything about that that 
that would make me nervous. If anything, it's it's gratifying and it's um it just makes me feel like everything that I, I've gone through, all the all the work and I'm still doing, you know, but it's it is so worth it. The process is I I've learned to embrace the process. So yeah, the only time I would get nervous is if <clears throat> is if I knew that the band did not know the show and oh, they're supposed man. to be rehearsed. That would be the only time that I would go out there like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, real that, live no, jam session. I'm, I'm feeling good. Or, or if I'm tired, like if I'm tired and I feel it in my voice and it's like, okay, not necessarily, not necessarily nerves, but just like, Okay, I gotta remodify this because we don't want to reach for something that is not there, and we want to be smart about our choices that we make vocally. Because you ain't new to this. Does it happen often? Uh, that only happened in not really. And it's like even the times that I was that I was telling myself like I'm not gonna really smoke on this tour. Bullshit. It's like even when I was supposed to be on vocal rest, I'm up here like smoking, getting my makeup done, like and then going out and 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 doing it. Like no and Mm -hmm. I was I was I was even telling uh for Toronto, like Toronto was one of those shows where we had to drive straight from Toronto and uh and Chicago back to back because that was like a twelve hour drive to Toronto. And then we left at like three in the morning to get to, to Chicago from Toronto and got there like right at sound check. So I didn't even get a chance to really like really sleep. And I in my mind I'm like, all right, I I hope what I think is gonna come out of my throat is gonna <laughs> come out and it's gonna make sense. And we're gonna be able to edify this space. So but it's just knowing your voice when you spend time with whatever it is that you're doing skating painting acting sewing your makeup cooking the more you spend time doing it it is just you can do it in your sleep and that's why they say well you make it look easy i'm glad <laughs> <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even trying <sighs> i'm not <laughs> It's funny you mentioned uh, Toronto on your tour because when you reposted um, and appreciate the repost, when I was asking like some of my friends and and your fans like, yo, what do they want to ask? It's like, how come he's not coming to Toronto? I was like, I don't know. I'll I'll think about asking. I wish I wish I knew. I think Toronto was one of my um, smaller markets because a lot of the you know places that we're going to, they're basing it off of you know analytics, streaming, mm-hmm. where you know folks, yeah. you know. Um, but I'd still do, I would love to do, you know, a run where I'm hitting the Carolinas and I'm, you know, like, cause I love going down to Charlotte. I love, I, you know, so it's just, you. I wanted to get something together. Definitely needed to hit Florida. I've been to Detroit, you know, like, so Nashville, you know, there was a few spots I'm like, I need to get to. So I'm hopefully adding some more dates where I'll be able to come see you guys. That's what's up. That's what's up. So who do you want to work with in the future? Like, you have anybody on your list right now? Where's my list at? <laughs> I, I have a, a list of... Uh, 
this that I would like to. Is my wait a minute? Okay. Here we go. Hold on, so I can pull it up. Mm-hmm. So Rihanna is definitely on that list. <laughs> um, Solange for sure. Uh, I feel like me and Tyler, the creator, would do something really obscure. I think okay. me and Tierra, Tierra Whack. What? That would be. That would be fun. Oh my goodness! Are you serious? Are you serious? Shout out to Tierra Whack, man. Um, She did not get enough daily love. Man, man, I love her. I just, she is such a sweetheart. So talented, just insane. Um, hold on, because this thing is playing with my life. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Because I have two different lists of... Um, uh, oh, here's my dream collab list. Here we go. Okay, so Rihanna, Salt, Cleo Soul, Kendra Little Nas X, <laughs> Jennifer Cleo Lewis, Solange, Snoop, Jasmine Sullivan, Gwen Stefani, Cardi B, Lady Gaga, Fantasia, Sir, T-Pain, Jill Scott, Missy Elliott, Busta Rhymes, Pharrell, Timberland, Deanne Warren, Diane Warren, Doja Cat, and Miguel. And those are just the people that I don't know. Now, the people that I do know, that list is way longer. <laughs> and it's more I just need- and it's more so just like a, a check-off list. Like, okay, mm-hmm. these are the homies that I know. Like, you know, like right. er- Erica's on the list, Jay Nova, Avery Wilson, Brian McKnight Jr., Rasan Patterson. Uh, who else is on here? Uh, Janelle Monet, BJ, the Chicago Kid. Your name is uh, Alex, I- Alex Isley. Um, Yo. Coyote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shantae Alex. Moore. Nivea. Uh, Tank and the Bangers. Lettucey. Masego. Uh, Leanne LaHodge. Right Thundercat. Um, uh, Amber Riley. Cynthia Revo, Yeba. Stout. Alex Newell. Uh, Wayne Brady. Uh, let's see who else is Wayne Brady uh, gonna have to choke. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. 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 Only you. When he slid into my DMs. Like, he's not fucking Wayne Brady, first and foremost, because Stevie <laughs> Mackey had just posted my video, and he's like, yo, man, like, you are just amazing. I'm I'm a fan. Would, would I be able to twist your arm into, into collaborating or writing a song together? I'm like, first of all, hell yeah. You can't be That's rolling Wayne up here like Brady, you're not bro. Wayne Brady, sir. Oh, that, that is crazy. But, <laughs> Wayne love, Brady been famous Wayne. since famous been I, famous. Okay, okay. Who else we got on here? Faith Yo, you and Wayne me. Brady on a skit? Oh, yeah. Hey. hey. As far as the songs that I have done that I've been able to check off, um, I did a song with Amorphous. I did a song with oh, that's cool. uh, Elijah Blake. Me and uh, Gene mm-hmm. Noble did something. Me and Money Long. Um, I do have a song with the Free Nationals. It's not out yet, though. That needs to come. Uh, let me see. The Internet, of course. Tedra mm-hmm. Moses, Kay Trinata, Anderson. Uh, yeah, Knowledge. Yeah, we got we got a nice little list that I'm just trying to get this together. I, I feel hey, like... Rihanna's doing the Super Bowl, so you know she's making some music soon. 
that would be amazing. And she would need However, background vocals for the Super Bowl too. I'm I'm just saying. So here's, here's 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 where I am musically with Rihanna. Because the new children are asking for for music, okay? Mm-hmm. For those of us that have been around, because me and Rihanna are the same age. She was born in February 88. I was born in September 88. So I was there when Ponder Replay hit. <laughs> I immediately got that project. Yes, I did. Because it's if it's loving that you want, you should make me your girl. That was the jam. Oh. Hey. Even hey, that was the replay was cool. Even though Let Me is my shit. Boy, let me, let me. Okay, let's stop. I'm, I'm Thank you. If it's loving that you oh, want, like, that was my, that was my, oh, I was like, part of the replay I still play. Mama, no, mama has given you, us, well, I'm, what I'm saying is, mama has given us music of the sun, a girl like me, good girl gone bad, rated R, loud, talk that talk, unapologetic, and Auntie. And then we got all the other different features and then the soundtracks mm-hmm. and the movies mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then she locked into that makeup and that Fenty and she said, oh, that's where the coin is. <laughs> she's given us so much content. I mean, literally, since she came into the game, that's a fact. she's given us so much. I feel convicted a little bit. Like, Rihanna, why don't you give us some new music? Listen, <laughs> I, just, I just need to know when I'm going to babysit my nephew. <laughs> So I can clear my schedule because, like, that's all I really care about. No, nah, that's that's real. So, like, <laughs> so I, I I got a I got a text from your manager saying you gotta go because you got things you gotta do. But last, I know, man, you definitely gotta come back again when you come to DC. We we got a link. I gotta get you some DC food. I don't know if you have mumbo sauce yet. You gotta have that. You have. I it. haven't had mumbo sauce, and I've heard about we, it. I've heard. <laughs> we, we got we gotta fix that. Yo, you you got my line. We we gonna make that happen. Um, anything you want to say to the fans out there who who's Man, watching, listening? Miss listen, first and foremost, we 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 love black men and black women that are in therapy. We love folks that are taking the 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 allotted time to really uh work on themselves and be the best that they can. We see you out here working. If nobody told you today, I'm proud of you. You know, and um, yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck the neighbors, fuck these kids. Okay, <laughs> be yourself. You hear me? First and foremost. So, amen yeah. to that. And uh, so you know, I, we and, and, and you know, get 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 the new project so it can clear, you know, clear up your skin and lower your cholesterol, and you know, mm-hmm. regulate, you know, your 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 you know all the things that you need in your body and whatnot. It's gonna be a good time. It's definitely gonna help you burn calories in the gym. This this joint go. I told you, it gets this you joint glow in the bro. gym. <laughs> so no we we appreciate it man hopefully it won't be another two years before you come back on the pod um peace and blessings and hopefully and you again, won't miss another concert yes Ooh, yeah, throw no, that spice on that rack whenever I get when I get the tickets I'm gonna I'm hit you I'm gonna hit you be <laughs> like bro I'm here dog so now nah, I can't wait for this to come out you be safe everyone be easy peace and love take care